From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Grayscale has a new ETF, Thailand cuts some taxes, and NFT wash trading. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022. I think I need to clear the air really quick about how I curate the news every morning. And so, as you know, the Decrypt Daily is a Decrypt Media podcast. And Decrypt Media, or Decrypt.co, is a place where we write news articles. There's writers, there's editors, there's researchers, there's people on the back end, the people on the front end, and all kinds of different people working for Decrypt Media. And we are curating crypto, technology, financial news on Decrypt.co. And so what I do every morning is I wake up in the morning, I read Decrypt.co, I reach out to the writers and the editors, and I compile the, I guess, the news that I'm most interested in and the most pertinent news of the day to put it down into a 15-minute show. And that's the Decrypt Daily. That's what you've grown to love and listen to every day. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because yesterday I got around five emails saying that I left something out of the news. And actually, one email said, I knew you wouldn't mention this. (laughs) And this was in reference to the former CEO of Disney talking about the metaverse and Disney NFTs and the future of their IP. And so there's this company called Vivi that is licensed to do Disney NFTs, apparently. And they also have Marvel NFTs and all kinds of other NFTs. Great site. Thank you for pointing that out. But what I'm trying to say is that because I left that out, that there is a company that's doing Disney NFTs, doesn't mean that I ignored it or I didn't look for it. It just wasn't what we were reporting on yesterday. And so what I do is I look at the news that's being reported from Decrypt Media. Usually, sometimes if we have a slow news day, I would try to get different crypto news from different places. If it's the New York Times or different crypto news resources, I will try to find the news for the day and you know consolidate it into a 15-minute podcast. So I just want to let you know that's how I collect the news because yesterday wasn't the first time that I got emails saying that you left something out or you didn't mention this or you didn't highlight this. Well, because the articles that are written, the the research that we've done at Decrypt Media and the way that I'm consolidating this is, is focusing on the news that we are looking at and the way that we are structuring the articles or the reporting for Decrypt Media. And so I want to say VV is a thing. <laughs> they have Disney NFTs on there. The article yesterday, the article yesterday I was referring to on the show was talking about the former CEO and his thoughts on NFTs and the metaverse and Disney IP. Anyway, I hope that clarifies to tell you how we get the news every day, how I collect the news every day. And if I leave out different chains or different aspects or different facets of a story that could have been put in there, it's not on purpose. It just wasn't the focus. So please always send me emails. If I miss something, Matthew Earn at Decrypt.co, it's never malicious. It's never on purpose. But please email me if I do miss something. I'm always open to new information. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. 
and I'm recording this at 11.40 Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $37,230, down 4.5% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,660, down 4.3%. Tether's number three. Binance Coin is $370, down 3.6%. And USDC is number five. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, Solana, XRP, Terra Luna, and Polkadot. Total market cap, we're at $1.65 trillion, a BTC dominance of 42 and an F dominance of 17.4%. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is Internet Computer, ticker ICP. Price is $21.18, up 5% in 24. Market cap is $4.2 billion. Fully diluted market cap is $10 billion. There is 200 million ICP in circulation. All-time high for ICP is $750, set nine months ago. Wow, it's down 97% since then. Where can you buy it? Binance, Coinbase, Huobi, and KuCoin. So what is Internet Computer? Internet Computer is the fastest and only infinitely scalable general-purpose blockchain incubated and launched by Definity Foundation in May of 2021. It aims to become the world's computer hosting Web3 dApps, DeFi, games, NFTs, social media, and metaverse used by billions of users. It also represents the third major blockchain innovation alongside Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's a big statement. This is a blockchain that supports industry-leading 250,000 queries per second, executed with one-second transaction finality and storage costs of no more than 46 cents per gigabyte per month. Wow. Well, that's Internet Computer, ICP, number 32 on CoinMarketCap. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Moving into today's headlines. As we know, the Super Bowl is coming up on February 13th, and with it is going to bring a lot of crypto ads. FTX already bought an ad in October. Days before Christmas, Crypto.com follows suit. They paid a reported cost of around $6.5 million for 30 seconds of airtime. Last week, Bud Light has begun using Nouns NFT as their Twitter profile picture, and it could be shown during the Super Bowl. And then there's Board Ape Yacht Club. We all know that the halftime show, this Pepsi-sponsored halftime show, is going to have Dre and Snoop and Eminem. And Eminem and Snoop, they both own Board Ape NFTs. Eminem bought his for $452,000. So will we have some Board Apes during the Super Bowl as well? All I can say is there will be a lot of crypto imagery through the Super Bowl. I think maybe there will be. And after the Super Bowl, the day after, I would do a podcast breaking down everything that we saw in the Super Bowl and tell you what it means. The Financial Sector Conduct Authority, or the FSCA of South Africa, issued two notices yesterday warning the public against dealing with crypto exchanges FTX and Bybet. Whew. The FSCA told the public to be cautious and vigilant when trading with Bahamas-based FTX, adding that FTX is not authorized to give any financial advice or render any intermediary services. Sam Bankman-Fried got wind of this and he tweeted, he said, We would be excited to work with the FSCA and appreciate them for bringing this to our attention. We are not aware of any outreach from the FSCA, but would be excited to engage with the FSCA to comply with South Africa's requirements. We have reached out today to initiate 
the dialogue. South African regulators, they've been a little bit upset with uh, crypto over the past year because of a huge instance of crypto fraud. In April, two brothers who founded South African crypto trading platform AfriCrypt shuttered operations and disappeared without a trace, taking 69,000 Bitcoin with them. How much is 69,000 Bitcoin? $3.6 billion. So they disappeared. And this goes back to my comment last time when we actually reported on the story. Where do you disappear to with $3.6 billion? Like, if you're going to have billions of dollars, you're going to live like a billionaire. So is there this, this place that billionaires go to and nobody asks where they got the money? Like, they just show up and be like, hey, I'm a billionaire now. And I'm just going to live my life and nobody asks any questions. Can you just buy that? I don't know. Anyway, I just feel like if some billionaire just showed up and started spending like a billionaire, you'd, you'd notice. Thailand's Revenue Department has abandoned their plan to impose a 50% withholding tax on crypto transactions, according to the Financial Times. The news has been welcomed by crypto enthusiasts. Yeah, really? Really? <laughs> In November of 2021, the Tourism Authority of Thailand pivoted to crypto millionaires as a means of boosting the country's pandemic-hit economy. As we all know, Thailand is very driven by tourism. Their economy, I mean, is driven by tourism. And so when lockdown happened and COVID happened, so did a lot of revenues for everybody from big to small to planes to hotels to people selling food on the side of the street, which, by the way, Thailand has amazing street vendors, amazing street vendors. And so basically people who have made lots of gains in crypto are looking for places that are tax friendly or tax havens for them so they could fly over there, set up shop and live out their great life as crypto millionaires, but save that money and not pay taxes. And so it looks like Thailand is trying to capture some of those crypto millions. On Wednesday, that's today, New York based Grayscale announced the Future of Finance ETF, which will hold a basket of shares consisting of 22 public companies that are deeply committed to cryptocurrency. Those include payment and tech firms like PayPal and Block, formerly Square, as well as pure crypto companies like Coinbase and investing firms like Silvergate Capital. The fund does not contain shares of companies like Tesla or MicroStrategy that simply hold Bitcoin on their balance sheets or accept crypto as payment, according to Grayscale. It will trade on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker GFOF. So here's what it looks like, the weight of the ETF. It looks as though there's around 8%, and we're talking about 8% sum, and this is kind of like, you know, more or less. 8% of the following, Silvergate, PayPal, Coinbase, and Block. 7% of Robinhood. And 4% more or less of Argo, Bitfarms, Plus 500, Hive Blockchain Technologies, and Northern Data. And finally, in what I think is very interesting news, and it's about time we got proof of this, Chainalysis, a blockchain analytics platform, they've been on the show a couple of times, we spoke about them many times, has found significant evidence of wash trading and money laundering in the emerging NFT market. As in the case with any new technology, they say, NFTs offer potential for abuse. It's important that our industry considers all the ways this new asset class can change how we link blockchain to the physical world and also build projects that make NFT investments safe and secure as possible, said a report from Chainalysis. So wash trading is a form of market manipulation where the investor simultaneously buys and sells the same asset to create false and misleading activity in the marketplace. Let me break that down again. Wash trading is basically buying and selling with yourself or with people that you know to create false volume or false activity or false price. Um, quick story. When I was at Consensus uh, a couple years back, I met companies where that were approached by certain exchanges that were trying to charge these crypto companies for fake volume on their exchange. They didn't have a community. Not many people were buying and selling. It looked like their volume was low. And they're saying, hey, for X amount of dollars, we will make sure that your volume or your trades or the the amount that it looks like 
will be a certain level. <laughs> I mean, these are the stories that I heard. I can't confirm this 100%, but that's WASH trading. Basically, they'll set up bots to make sure that the trades happen within their exchange. So when people look at the 24-hour volume, they go, oh, wow, there's so much activity. There's so much popularity in this coin, which gives people confidence. So how does this work with NFTs? An NFT holder can sell his or her NFTs to another wallet that they also control, making it appear that the NFT was more valued than it would be. So for example, if I had a Bored Ape, and I bought it for $50,000, I can sell it to myself for $75,000. Somebody would see the activity, maybe go, oh, the floor of an ape is $75,000. A couple of months later, I sell it back to myself for $150,000. Maybe that could happen to a lot of different NFTs, creating a higher price for these NFTs. So the most prolific Wash Trader chain analysis identified was found to have made 830 sales to addresses they have self-financed. And they said that they identified 262 users that have sold an NFT to self-finance address more than 25 times. So that means if I had a board ape and I had two addresses, I'll just keep flopping it back and forth between different addresses. And there's 262 users that have done this more than 25 times. I mean, not just one address, but I would just open new addresses and keep selling it to myself. A total of 110 of these users have collectively made nearly $8.9 million in profit from this activity. Chain Analysis believes that these funds are most likely derived from sales of unsuspecting buyers who believe the NFTs they're purchasing has been growing up in value, sold from one distinct collector to another. So this goes back to what I was saying. So maybe somebody bought a board ape for $50,000 and then through this course of wash trading with themselves or people actually they may even know, they've been raising the price every time. It's thinking it's, oh, it's going up in price and people are paying more and more for this. So it's $50,000. 75,000, 100,000, 150,000, and then somebody who's unsuspecting comes in and buys it for 200,000. Now, I'm not saying Bored Ape is doing this. I just want to make that clear. I'm saying that they have shown that this has happened in the NFT space with NFTs. I'm using Bored Ape as an example, not saying Bored Ape is doing this. I just want to make that very, very clear. While the blockchain analytics company admits that it can't be 100% sure that all instances of NFT sales are to self-finance wallets are intended for wash trading, the 25 transaction threshold gives us a high degree of confidence that these users are habitual wash traders. I think this is just super interesting. We all suspected that this could be happening, and now there's a report that says it might be. They can't be 100% sure that all these instances are wash trading, but if it looks like a duck and it talks like a duck... Maybe it's wash trading. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Spotify, five star it, please smash it, and I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling. <laughs>